I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show Podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac! You can, you can, you can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org/playlists/wa. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm former European auto racing champion Graham Nordby. I'm former NASCAR champion Bob Dudley. We are here at Bloodwin Pig Memorial Speedway in Bagwell, New Jersey. Micro Marathon 1. That's right, Bob. Micro Marathon 1. A one-lap race. Winner takes all. Let's enter the pit area, Bob, shall we? And visit with our drivers. I'm excited, Graham. Oh, there he is, Bob. Pete Pauley of Patterson in the number one car. Pete, uh, Pete, excuse me. Dear Graham. Uh, Peter, you're optimistic about your chances in the race today. Well, I reckon I got about as yes. good a chance as anybody, Graham. Uh, yes, Pete. Can we hear you rev your car, the number one car? Would you rev it for us, please? You want me to rev it up? Yes. Okay. Good. Come on, you son of a... Come on. Oh, there she goes. There she goes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, there she goes, Pete. Now let's meet Rudyard Reed of Rawway. I am Rudyard Reed. Man, you ain't normal. I am very pale and mysterious. Are you fast? Tremendously fast. Fire that thing. Ripping. Oh, fire it up. Oh, it's the leader. Tremendous power in the number two car. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, The trouble. Evidently trouble with the number three car driven by Lottie Larson. Oh, Graham, I'm having engine problems. What's here, the car, Lottie? Her name is Lottie. What's here, the car, Lottie? Jesus. She's lowered the vehicle down. Let me try to start it. No. 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 Uh Uh-oh. Still work to be done in the number three car. Yeah. Let's visit briefly with Hod Hellman of Hoboken in the number four car. Mr. Hellman, I don't have to, have to talk to you right now. Hey, he's Graham Norby. I don't care if he's Dick Trickle. Uh, Dick Trickle is a dear friend of mine. Get out of here. <laughs> dear Lord, you don't have to throw a wrench. You throw another wrench, I'll kick your ass. All right, now we're trackside. We ask listeners to pick their driver in the number one car, Pete Polly of Patterson. Roger Reed of Rawway, number two. In the number three car, Lottie Larson of Lodi. That's hard helmet a Hoboken in the four car. And here's the green flag. Oh, Bob, they're off to a tremendous start. It's just a one-lap race. It's over so very quickly. Trouble with the four car. Let me radio him. Uh, Mr. Hellman. No, no. What's the matter? There's a mole cricket in my car. A mole cricket infestation, Bob. Yeah, he's done four. 
And there goes Rudyard Reed in the two car in the lead. Trouble with the three car. That's Lottie Larson from Lodi. What's the problem out there, Lottie? I'm going so fast my paint is peeling. Is it? Listen to it. Oh, boy. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. There's Pete Pauly from Patterson took over the lead. Yes, Rudyard Reed's pulled off to the side. Look at that. Uh, Rudyard, Rudyard, what's the problem? He's eating. Rudyard Reed in the number two car is pulled off to the side to eat, so he's out. Now here comes your winner. Oh, look at him go in the number one car. Your winner, Pete Pauly of Patterson. Wheelchair on the subway. <laughs> what? what? How did you not lead with that? It's, it's, it's really not funny, but it's the second time I've been attacked by this. Oh, was thing. someone in it? I just well, thought it was empty. There's an unfortunate homeless guy yeah. that has this wheelchair and mm-hmm. he's sleeping on the bench. Oh, and that big have, thing is downhill. It doesn't have a brake on it, yeah. so that thing's always rolling around. It's like this phantom wheelchair. And everybody's always helping him and pushing yeah, yeah, it back, yeah. and then it won't stay there. People jam stuff between the spokes, the conductor. Everybody's trying to Everyone's help. Everyone's trying, yeah. But I'm trying to sleep, bam, right into the shin from like 30 feet away, just a full run down the aisle. It had to be karma, right? Some, karma? Yeah. <laughs> For like, what? Screw you, pigeon. <laughs> What did you do? Wheelchairs going right into your (laughs) shin, you jerk. (laughs) I don't know. I had to do something. (laughs) Hit by a runaway wheelchair. I can't. I, you know, the thing is, people st- started coming up to me, and they're like, "You got a good rhyme in." I know, it's, and I'm like, and I, it, "I'm and I'm really trying." You know what? It's like watching a game show on TV. <laughs> it's easy when you're sitting at yeah, home. Yeah, no, it's easy. Oh, why didn't you rhyme it with hair? There's not one word that it, rhymes with there's wheelchair. Like five, there's like a billion hundred, bear, hair, dare, fair, care, mare, mare, nair. There's so many. <laughs> That's why I got so mad is because I just knew that there was a lot. <laughs> it's hard. In his jock, we put some hot nair. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> Did you ever nair a jock? No. <laughs> Bob, did you ever nair a jock? Uh-oh. Mike. Uh, what it was? Well, I don't even know what that means. Nair, but... you know, nair the hair. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. What yeah, about it? Used to it? put yeah. it in a jock straps. Never it's... did that. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't do that. Turkey, circles so completely disgusting, harboring all manner of viruses and germs. At least little Leroy imagined this to be true. He surely wouldn't eat them, and they'd try to make him. They might tie him down and force-feed him. They'd done it before. Oh, how awful that was, the total loss of control he had felt and the hatred for his persecutors, the principal, and Mrs. Hedlow. 
Was it true what they said about them? Were they kissing in a car one morning before school? And wasn't Mrs. Hedlow married to the man who cut Leroy's hair? He didn't understand the grown-up nature of the conflict. He didn't understand. Right now, all he could do was stare at the sweating, greasy turkey circles and imagine himself on his knees in the bathroom on the cold tiles retching, retching them up, the turkey circles all masticated and fragmented, so horrible and diseased. And now that disease was coursing through him, for he had taken a bite, just a little bite, to keep the table monitors away, the tattlers and the snitches. He hated them. He really did, with their stupid faces and dutiful dispositions. Didn't they ever break a rule? Were they just idiot scholastic slaves who spent their noontimes eating rancid meat and limp vegetables, sucking down lukewarm cartons of sour milk that burned their stomachs? The one-celled organisms that were targeting Leroy now, attacking the lining of his duodenum, making him need to go to get up and walk funny and forced like it. Oh, they'd laugh because they knew, they knew what he had to do so ugly and organic and raw and awful and embarrassing to be human, all pink and muling and pathetic. He saw an old person in a hospital once with tubes and blood and bandages. They were sucking for air and moaning, and Leroy ran outside crying and shaking. His dad was ashamed of him and told him so, and Leroy's ears burned red with disdain and a fever for life. Is this how it was, all of it? Is this how it would be, just one horrible situation to the next? One unpleasant big person with spittle flying from his fat, dry lips and all that lard gathered around the belt? How they smelled of age and cheap cologne and cafeteria stink, the grown-ups. Turkey circles, corrosive and cold and brown, waiting for him. The dead germs and the live germs, the slime of them, the dull grayness. Could he ever go home? Could he ever grow up? Could things ever be all right? No, he supposed they couldn't. And he cried and tried to take another bite. And the monitor watched him. And she took a little note with her pencil stub and her little pad. She smirked, that monitor did. She smirked. Now here's station manager Ken with your Hump Day Hazmat Report. Thank you, Clay Pigeon. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. Marathon from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. Let's go to press. Bella Vista, Arkansas. Underground garbage fire at an illegal dumping site has been burning God knows what for over seven months straight, sickening the locals and poisoning the hoi polloi. Jimmy! Jersey City, New Jersey. Unclaimed whitefish carcass uncovered in the kitchen of an unnamed freeform radio station during their recent pledge drive. Ew! The fish had been offered to volunteers back in March of 2014 and ended up lost under a pile of clothing. Once discovered, the fish carcass sickened 14 volunteers and chased them screaming onto Montgomery Street. <laughs> Titton Falls, New Jersey. Landfill installs giant vaping pole filled with neutraline, which kills landfill odors dead, dead, dead. 
quelling an uprising of a mob armed with torches and pitchforks. Hudson County, New Jersey, chlamydia outbreak in the telephone room of local radio station creates mass hysteria, usually an STD. Officials have no explanation how the chlamydia spread from telephone to telephone to telephone. Radio station management had no comment. Clark, New Jersey. Fuel leak at gas station finds way to Clark Reservoir, poisoning the Rawway River, New York Harbor, and the mighty Atlantic. Montgomery Street, Jersey City. Dust from old vinyl records collects and coagulates in record library of haunted radio stations. When a spark from an electrical storm ignited the cloud of stinky vinyl dust, the dust became sentient and commandeered the turntable in Studio C. Palm Harbor, Florida. Drunk driver crashes into back of tractor trailer, causing 500 gallons of vegetable oil to spill onto US-19. Butts County, Georgia. Hazmat team responds to two 55-gallon drums filled with multicolored fear juice. Butts County Fire Department and Butts County Hazmat crews are investigating. Butts County's finest always find their man. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Magic Factory, New Jersey. Radio station volunteers sharing cups and plastic utensils breed a new strain of salmonella, which knocks you off your feet and out of your mind for 72 hours. Volunteers, don't use cups of unknown provenance. Stace with a very special marathon edition of the Hazmat Report, and it's just as terrible out there as it always is. What would you do without Stace's Hazmat Report every Wednesday? Let's not find out. Let's pledge at 800-989-9368. Now, I suppose today would be the day when, uh, well, one more Hazmat item is just a little bit too much to ask for. Glesters, what do you say? No today? You want to hear one more uh, Hazmat uh, item? They say yes, Stace, go! Pembroke Park, Florida. Live cockroaches found in rice and cornstarch in the kitchens of Papa John's, Little Caesars, Domino's Pizza, and Subway, all located at the Golden Glades Interchange off the Palmetto Expressway. Don't be surprised. What's another name for Palmetto bugs? Cockroaches! And so, with frozen lotions of love, this is your Jersey City correspondent, (laughs) Stace, who knows that all the lights on Broadway are never as bright as the candle in your window. When you come home. If your lunch doesn't last you the whole day through, try Diddy Moore with a great beef stew. It makes a good dinner, but I've, I've got, got a hunch. Why wait for dinner? Have oh, it for lunch. It's meat, meat and, and potatoes, potatoes, good lean beef, and a gravy rich beyond belief. Just try my stew. <laughs> I've got, got a hunch. You're gonna like having dinner for lunch. Look for my thumbprint on every can and have dinner for lunch. Hi, Clay. Connie Click of Jesus. Connie Click of Jesus. And I'm Rick Sprattemaker on the cold, hard ground. Hi, Clay. Connie Click of us here for wing trap. You sound terrible, Connie. Oh, Rex, I'm all blown out. Blown out? Well, we had a bunch of gals playing bridge, smoking and drinking beer. But are saying you're not being professional, Connie. Rex, sometimes you gotta have fun. But right now it's time for work. All right. There, Connie, a speeder, yeah. a speeder. Yeah, and here'll come Dick. Officer Dick Dowdy. And Dick will pull him over. He'll slam 
his car door shut. And he'll walk over to the suspect real slow. And he'll be heavy and walking with purpose. He'll be too heavy, and I'll be worried about it. Why do you even care? I just do. And then he'll set the suspect free. He never makes an arrest. Always lets him go. Oh, I wish he'd bust the him. The world's dangerous speeders. Oh, they're going too fast. Too fast, Connie. Too fast. Too fast. Everything is moving too fast. And you know life is beautiful, but it cannot last. You look up to the star in the night sky. Gleaming. Glistener. Gleaming. The twilight's last. No. Nothing lasts. That's why Tim Tim's plastic envelopment sleeves. Thick protective sleeves. Wearable sleeves. Tim Tim. Plastic Envelopment sleeves. Newer, thicker protectivity. Now thicker than ever. And though you can't stop time, you can know the safety of protective sleeves. Thick protective sleeves. Which protect one. Tim Tims. Put them on. Keep them on. You got your Tim Tims on, Rex? I sure do, Connie. My Tim Tims protective sleeves. Oh, there's Ding. Is it? He's got the speeder pulled over. Does he? Oh, there he is. So proud. His great girth. So big. Advancing towards the speed. So dangerous. And yet he is not, not afraid. afraid. All right, all right. You know how fast he's going. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. What language is that? Swale. Swale. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Get out of here. You're free. Go. Come on, Dick. This is Connie in the chopper. And I'm Rex. Quiet, Rademacher. That you, Connie? <laughs> oh, Dinky, Dinky. I'm your Dinky. Get a room. Okay, cut. We're done? Yeah, that's a wrap. Like a rhinestone cow. Oh, Rick. I am professional actor Rick Powell. I do the voice of Officer Dink Dougherty for Wake and Bake's Wake Traffic. I'm just encouraging all of you listeners to please pledge during this marathon fun drive. Pledge to wake and make, and we thank you for your continued support, and we're glad that you enjoy our production. So nicely put, Rick. Hi, everybody. I'm Eunice Driver. I play the part of Connie Click of Hassan Wake Traffic. And, uh, well, it's something I very much enjoy, and I hope you do, too. I hope you enjoy our traffic reports, and I hope that translates into a pledge for Wake and Bake and for WFMU this marathon time. Thanks for everything, everybody. Bye-bye. And I'm Sherblum Hainer. Oh, out of time, Sherblum. But I I, wanna, we're out of time. Don't I'd worry like about to it. Explain my character. No, no, no. It's not necessary. You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. 
Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They called me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.